0: Cavaliers, it's time for another Cavalier Coffee Podcast with your two favorite co-hosts. I am Bernie Strasbaugh, and I'm TK Peyton, and we are back finally for another Cavalier Coffee Podcast. It's been a minute. We've had a lot going on, lots and lots going on. Care to chime in? Oh, you're going to sip your your beverage? Yes, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Well. It's been a while since we've been here. We were resting up
1: so yeah. that we can give you a roaring conclusion yeah. to fall 2019 rendition of Cavalier Coffee Podcast. So please strap, yourself, strap <laughs> yourselves in, folks. This is going to be...
0: A bumpy ride? No. It, this is oh. going to be a podcast to remember. <gasps> is that right? Yes. Wow, you're setting the bar very high right now, and I don't know quite how i feel about it but feel we'll, good about it we'll roll with it feel good about We it. will roll it's with gonna it. be great we're here on another calv day friday very exciting go calves we both have our walsh gear on today um and we're we're here we're we're strapped in and we're ready to go so with that this is cavalier coffee all right tk what's up it is time it's time for the cream in your coffee. The cream in your coffee. Do you have any cream in your uh chai tea latte today?
1: No, no, no. It's a um it's a cappuccino.
0: Oh, you got a cappuccino today?
1: I did. I did. I wanted to try something different. Wow. But I'm not sure that I'm a fan. Oh. Yeah. You are
0: not you're not a fan of the coffee taste though. Is that what this
1: is? No. It, it was this this one it had a little bit too much co- I like cappuccino, but I think this one had a little bit too much coffee, like it wasn't a ah.
0: A, you like the sweeter things. Blend. You yeah. do like the sweeter things I in do. life, yeah. And right. in
1: my in my tea, because I typically don't drink coffee at all.
0: Yeah. Do you have any cream that you would like to speak of today? Yes, the cream in my
1: coffee is the group of students who were our top ten. Oh. For the Ge One Hundred, the FYI Film Festival. Oh yeah! Let me tell you.
0: Speak on it. Okay. Tell us about it.
1: Such cinematic greatness <laughs> was presented on November the fourteenth when they had um, when we had the film festival. So there were about forty films that were entered um, for consideration, and from there, mm-hmm. the top ten were selected by committee. And then from there, then we had um, the film festival to announce the winners. And I was blown away by the creativity and just the thought put into the films this year. Mm. Um, and so I just wanted to shout them out, all of the top 10 um, individuals, and then the the winners. Yeah. Um, and let me see if I have their, I think I might have their names somewhere, but they were, they, their film was... Um, Focused on like their of course their entire experience, but they had it was almost like a like a movie trailer. Yeah. Um that had uh voiceovers and like these really cool fades in and oh out and like wide shots, narrow shots. I Stop. mean it was so good. That's so cool. good. That's really cool. And it it seemed like I was watching a movie. <laughs> And they just took a lot of time and effort, and they integrated so many pieces of the things that make Walsh great. Mm. Um, Looking at the mission, you know, the things that we do with our academics, our non-academic programs and activities. I I mean, it was really an homage to all the the awesome things that are Walsh. And so I just want to give a shout out for all of the students and their effort. They did an excellent job. Um, Also to, you know, the the FYI – committee yeah um who put together the the film festival this was my first year um in the role of the as being like the co-director mm. for the FYI the G100 and so you know when you're going into a new position or taking on a new challenge it's always important to make sure that you have folks that support you yeah. and they're going to help you to know what you need to do. And so a special shout out to those folks. So Michael Monterelli, who's my, he's my co-director, um, Edna McCullough, who's on the committee. And she was excellent. She was a great help um, as well. We have also on there, um, the committee, Meredith Sudouk, mm. Rachel Hostler, Jessica Fasig, wow. um, Michelle Linares, um, and then our resident um, tech guru. Jennifer Laudiana. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of a lot of really great folks that were helping us, and then we had um, some of our administrative assistants that helped us. Um, so a we special shout out to um, uh, Zana and um, Tara, oh. um, who helped us with getting all the logistics together and making Very sure cool. everything worked like it was supposed to. And then Sedexo for um, their assistance with the the program. And then just our students, we had so many students that came to support their fellow students, and we had like a red carpet. And so we, myself and Michelle um, Lennars, we were the the reporters on the red carpet. So as folks were coming down, um, we were interviewing them, <laughs> asking them say, who are you wearing today? I'm wearing Tarjay. Yes. That's so fun. Um, and many of the folks that were coming in at a certain point weren't necessarily the students that were being recognized for being in top 10 sure they were friends of people being recognized for top 10 that's cute and I love that there were um, faculty members and staff members that came to support I mean it was just it was a really great night and then our our president he he read the um the winners and like opened up the envelope I mean it it really had like an Oscars feel and so everybody (laughs) made it great and so just want to thank everybody for their support with the film festival, making sh- making it even better than we had last year, and um, uh, hopefully a long-standing tradition yeah. that we'll continue to have at Walsh to celebrate the unique experience of our first-year students.
0: Very cool. Well, I'm glad it worked out well for you. I know that you guys have been putting a lot of hard work into that, so that's awesome. My cream of my coffee this week is the students that are a part of the Student Allocation Commission. Uh, So there are five student representatives on the commission. There's Brad Kasten, the president of student government. Matt Trijankowski, the treasurer of student government. Trinity Thompson is the diversity advocate. Dan Liebler, he is the member at large. And then Mariah Porter is the president of the university programming board. And these students, let me tell you, we had... I want to say we had about 10 student organizations, nine or 10 student organizations that submitted for allocations. And the total amount of all those student organizations combined was just shy of our overall allocation budget to give out for the entire year. And we were only allocating for the spring semester. So these five students had the... I will say, the struggle of determining amounts based on what was asked for, how it was asked for, and the amount of funds that we had available. And they did a fantastic job. They did a really wonderful job of having a good conversation about what the need was and why student organizations deserved funds or um, maybe figuring out different avenues for some of the events that they asked for and making those suggestions instead. And it was just really awesome to see how their thought process was and um, you know, see them advocating for students and all those different kinds of things. So I really appreciated their time. We actually ended up pushing our timeline back a little bit further because we did mm-hmm. get a lot of last-minute requests. But they did a great job with allocating their time well, as well as resources and funds. So thank you to the five of you for all the hard work that you did. And uh, if you see any of those students, say thank you to them, because they really had a very tough job this time around. So they are the cream of my coffee this week. Love it. That's a great one. Thank you. So Mm. we are coming up on the holidays. Yes, we are. Next week is Thanksgiving, which feels so strange to say because I just – I can't believe it's here already. But I have to admit I am very much in the holiday mood, more so than usual. And I don't know if that's like an age thing. But like – I really just want to decorate the house for Christmas right now. Like I am ready, but I also we have a new tree this year, so I'm very excited to put it up. But I'm also excited for Thanksgiving, just because. So, like, this is the second year of holidays with my man, and we've been creating like our own traditions over time, and so mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to, uh, I don't know, live those out. I guess it's been it's been a lot of fun. What are do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? To do nothing. To do nothing. And yes. you have no plans for like a meal or anything like that.
1: To do the least amount of work uh-huh. between now and when I have to come back to to work the following Monday. Like Thanksgiving um, is is one of those holidays that people spend a lot of time cooking and preparing and making things yeah. and preparing for. Um, and it kind of reminds me of of Christmas too. So. And you spend all this time preparing, and then it happens, and yeah. then it's, like, over. And so one of the things that, like, like my family has been really taking inventory about the amount of time that we actually spend t- together mm. versus the time that we take to prepare to spend time together. Sure. Um, and so one of the things that we're changing up this year, and that'll be for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, is we're trying to readjust our time Mm. and not put as much effort in the preparations so that we have more time to spend so like this year it it is a come as you are um or bring what you bring type holiday and so there's not an expectation necessarily that we're going to have like a traditional Mm -hmm. thanksgiving where you're bringing a turkey or you're making this it's like if you want to make something and you have time acceptable if you don't have time you bring what you want like we're bringing pizza, yeah. Um, so it's yeah. And, and the focus is to keep it as like low key, yeah. and stress free as possible. Because I've seen, I, I mean, when when I look on my Facebook um, timeline or or even like in commercials on TV and different things like that, people are really stressing out, yeah. over cooking a meal for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and really the the essence as far as like the Americanized um, version of what. Thanksgiving is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about spending time with your family and friends and being thankful for the ones, things yeah. that you have. And there's there's people that spend like 16, 18 hours preparing for that. And yeah. I know at least from my family, we said, look, our time is precious with one another. Right. So we're not, we're not focused on that. Whatever you bring, you bring. If you decide that you'd like to give everybody, you know, chicken nuggets, <laughs> you know, from McDonald's and bring like, you know. Right. And we're just really trying to focus on just spending time together yeah, um, more than the menu. Yeah,
0: I do have to say, I think that's something that, like, kind of comes with age, though, for sure. Because my my family, over the past couple of years, we have kind of changed up the, the whole holiday meal type deal. And, you know, sometimes we go out to eat instead for, like, Easter or whatever. But then this year – well, actually, last year was the first year that I – I was with Tony's family in the early afternoon for Thanksgiving, and then we ended up going over to his friend, um, well, his friends, Karen and Aaron's house, and they are from, they're from the area, but their family is from Minnesota, so they actually, they come in town for Thanksgiving day and, and for the holiday, but... It was really cool to see another family operate on Thanksgiving, and I think that that was something that was kind of eye-opening to me because Tony and I got there, and, you know, we had already eaten one meal at his family's house, and we got there, and we were, like, kind of stuffed or whatever. But there were friends and family all around the table. It wasn't just family of uh, Karen and Aaron's. But then I kind of feel like there was a little bit more camaraderie with that situation because it wasn't just family and there were friends at the table that were eating with everyone. But then it also was um, the cleanup process Mm -hmm. was like, even though, you know, Karen had spent hours and hours making all of the things that she did and all the food was really delicious. We also spent time getting to know each other during the cleanup process too. So it was okay. like, you know, there there are perks and benefits to still having that whole big meal because you have that time of deconstructing the meal essentially together. But um, yeah, I think it's definitely as you get older, you see holidays in a little bit of a different light. And I feel like I'm definitely recognizing that a little bit more nowadays than – you know, back in my college days, because I mean, well, let's be honest, as college kids, you can just show up and eat and get out of there and and not really do much else. So, sure, I miss those days for sure. Are you so you're bringing pizza to your your foundation yeah, day? I'm
1: pretty sure. Yeah, me and the girls just have to figure out what kind. Yeah, that we're going to bring. We'll probably bring like two pizzas because mm. um, we have some folks that don't eat meat. Ah, yes. So we'll probably do, like, a triple cheese yes, pizza. And all then, the cheese. And then another one that's, like, well, hmm, now that I'm thinking about it, we might have to do three. Well, because we have, <laughs> we have people in our family that, um, like myself, that, like, can't eat pork. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll probably have to do, like, one, yep. like, a... Uh, Porkless, beefless one.
0: Porkless, beefless,
1: and then one that has like everything, and then Hi. one that's like triple cheese.
0: Pizza Hut, can I get a porkless, beefless pizza, please? They have that. <laughs> they definitely have that. I need you to call up and say those exact words, though. That's fantastic. <laughs> but they
1: they have they have the make your own where you can put whatever you want
0: on. Oh, it. for and, sure, for and sure. So
1: um, we 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 actually love Pizza Hut. So um, we have a uh, on the on the app. You can have like a like a pizza um, order and then you save it. Yeah. So it makes it easy for us because it has to make your own and it already right. has all the right. specifications
0: on it. So what we have to do is click order. <laughs> you know. Okay. Speaking of pizza, this is going way off track. I used to love Papa John's. Oh yes. My taste has totally changed. I cannot handle it as much anymore like I would be able to eat Papa John's every single day when I was in college and I ate it recently and it's been the first time in like years that I've had Papa John's and it just tastes way different to me I don't know I'm just growing up, I guess. So <laughs> so one of the things that I always bring as a staple to Thanksgiving is my mom's pumpkin roll. Oh, um, yes. My mom has a very unique pumpkin roll recipe and I follow it to a T and I make it and I take it to any dinners that we go to for Thanksgiving.
1: Are you bringing it to our potluck next week? You asked me to bring buffalo
0: chicken dinner. I, I need
1: both. Like, wait a minute. Are you going to
0: buy me the supplies for both then, or
1: no? But I'm at least putting in my request. Whatever you decide oh to do, I'll gosh. be happy with. I don't. I, I'm not going to be choosy, but you know, I'm not going to be choosy. But you should no. Do it. But as the word says, <laughs> like you know, to receive, you got to ask to receive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just. Putting what are you it bringing to our potluck? Rotisserie
0: chicken. Oh, so you're you're buying it? Yes, of course. Oh, so I have to hand make everything. You don't have to. Like you use whatever
1: resources are available to okay. you. Okay. Right. I'm just saying if we want it to be editable, edible, then, edible. I need to, then we then I do need to purchase it. Oh my god. Listen, I know my limitations. There's lots of things that I do well, but cooking rotisserie chicken is not one of them.
0: I do make a mean buffalo chicken. Dip. You do.
1: You do and it's and like roll. it's spicy, but it's not yeah. too spicy. It's hot, but it's not too hot. It's a perfect balance.
0: Yeah, it is it is pretty good. I haven't made it in a while. Actually, it was the last student affairs function. Oh, I do remember.
1: <laughs> I do remember because I took some um, home. I think you
0: took all of it home. The Everything oh, that maybe. was left, you definitely took home. Don't put my business out there in the No, sheets. but I was totally okay with it.
1: I did no, not want to take did. any of it home with I me. I did. Yeah, and the girls ate. They helped me be the cleanup crew. It was, yeah. It was delicious.
0: It's, it's, it's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Tony will uh, be very appreciative that I am making the buffalo chicken dip. So it'll be good. Oh, what else do we have to talk about? I feel like there's so much that's, like, about to happen. There is. But, oh...
1: Um, one thing that I thought about that yeah. I think would be important as we're winding down for the semester, thinking about finals yes, um, and just some important dates, some of which have passed, but also just knowing your resources as a student. So we just recently had the date to drop yeah. um, that just happened um, last week. Mm-hmm. But um, with that... Now's a good time. If you know you're, like, in the tween with one of your classes and different things, you should be making sure you're still outreaching to your professors, using tutoring services, yes. academic support services, you know, reading up, spending some time studying. I know with the holiday coming back, like, it's going to be a little challenge because we go to holiday break for Thanksgiving, and as right. soon as we come back that Monday, we start finals, which can sometimes make folks a little bit anxious, but also just remember to take it one test at a time. Yes. Like you're not gonna, you're not taking all five of your the exams for your classes all at the same time. So piling that on your brain all at once is not necessarily going to be the the most healthy. So it'll be important to take it one test at a time. Know your limits. You know, balance that out between making sure you get adequate rest and food and there're the statistics that are out there about medical research that say that lack of sleep yep impacts your ability to be able to recall information, which for these tests is crucial. So while you may want to participate in all-nighters, typing out papers, (laughs) staying up until the crack of dawn, remember that stress on your brain impacts your ability to recall. So please make sure that you're still taking time for adequate rest. Drink some water, help flush out your system. Make sure that you are... Eating breakfast, the most important part of the day, helps jump stop, start your metabolism. And then taking some time for you. Sometimes when you're studying, you just need to step away. Yep. Um, it'll still be there, I promise you. If you get it from the computer, and, and whether it's a short walk, whether you you know call somebody on the phone, do something for you so that you can keep yourself in a mentally balanced place so that you're able to give all that you need to for your study so that you can end on a positive
0: note. And for those of you working on papers, Hit save frequently. Say that. Because there's been too many times in my college career where I was type, 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 type in away. I would get up to take a break and my computer would freeze and then I would lose everything. Yeah. Also a good point that
1: will help you with that is if you have the ability, if you have a if you have a Gmail account, you can open up the Google Drive.
0: Oh yeah. Which is
1: connected to that and type your paper there. And it automatically saves for you.
0: Word through your Office 365 account does that as well. So just
1: using those resources to your advantage. Instead of just the Microsoft Word Right, don't necessarily use the desktop version. Right, right. Those live versions will allow you to be able to save as you're going and it does it automatically. So you don't have that. I love technology. They did not have that when I was in school because I could have used it. Right.
0: Yeah. I'm not kidding. There were so many papers that I had to restart because of the fact that I lost stuff. But I will say use your time wisely uh, while you're home for Thanksgiving break. You know, spend time with family. Yeah in between studying. If you're, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you are going to be studying during Thanksgiving break, but make sure you use that time wisely. I know that you're all going to be home. Well, some of you are going to be home during Christmas break. uh, So you'll get some time with your family then. But the holidays are about spending time with loved ones. And so it's really important that you don't kind of just chalk up the family time to when you're home during Christmas break. I know my mom always looked forward to having me home on the holidays that I was able to be there. So it's just important to make sure that you're spending that time with family because it's also going to help to rejuvenate you a little bit too. So just make sure that you're, like TK said, you're taking the time for yourself in the midst of, of preparing and, and doing all that kind of stuff. That definitely turned into a fill up your cup instead of like a continuation of the episode. So I guess we'll just, like, rewrite the script and do fill up the cup in the middle of the episode, which is totally fine with me. I love that. Fill up your cup. But I do want to talk about, for those of you that are going to be here over Thanksgiving break, or even if you are going to be around over Christmas break, I do want to talk about some things that are coming up that you can definitely take advantage of. Uh, So for those that might still be around the Wednesday prior to Thanksgiving, we are doing a Friendsgiving event. Uh, It's hosted by Student Affairs, and it's especially for those students who are not able to travel home for the Thanksgiving holiday. So we're doing a Friendsgiving meal. And if you are able to join us, you just have to contact Student Affairs to RSVP. So you can easily just walk into our Student Affairs office and let Our administrative assistant Autumn Rector know that you are interested in attending our Friendsgiving, but that's from twelve to one thirty on Wednesday, November twenty seventh. And actually, we are off uh, on Wednesday, November twenty seventh for our Founders Day recess. And right now, we are actually in the middle of Founders Week. So, actually, I was able to attend a Founders Week event yesterday. I went to the From Water Into Wine, which is an old series that used to exist. and was Back in the day. A, yeah, it was something that happened very frequently and has since kind of uh, dissolved a little bit. But Miguel did host another one yesterday, and the focus was Legacy. And we had three brothers there? Yeah, three of the brothers were there, um, Brother Guillermo, Brother Walter, and Brother Charles were there. And being able to share stories with them and listen to them talk while enjoying fellowship, there was a was really, really good fellowship. And we talked about there was a story that Miguel shared about a cast iron pot. Um, it was uh, the property of a man who passed away. And his son, after he had passed away, was walking through the house and saw the cast iron pot sitting on the stove and took it upon himself to take off the lid and, and look inside for whatever reason. And there was actually a letter from his father in that cast iron pot. Oh wow! And the, the letter had read, you know, this cast iron pot is yours now. And for those of you that are familiar with cast iron cookware, it is something that traditionally does get passed down through families. And it's one of those pieces of cookware that there's a very unique cleaning process to it. There's a unique way to take care of it. Um, When you're seasoning the food in there, it really adds to the flavor and it adds to the flavor, the future flavors that are going to be put into that that skillet as well, because it is such a unique process. And so the father was speaking to his son about kind of the legacy of this pot and how he should continue to uphold the legacy and all those types of things. And it it turned into more of a conversation about like the legacy of the brothers and how we are carrying that on here at Walsh. And it was a really meaningful conversation to me and something that I feel like we we don't think about as frequently as we should about how we're really living out the legacy of the brothers. I know last year around this time we were privileged enough to have Miguel on our one of our episodes for the podcast and he was right. able to talk about the brothers and uh living out that mission here at Walsh, but it was just really cool to to have that conversation in a more casual atmosphere, I will say. And hearing student input as well in regard to that that legacy. And it was funny that they were talking about a cast iron pot. I actually, Tony has a cast iron skillet. Yeah. And I only recently was like able to start cooking in it because it's like this privileged piece of cookware that he has only really cooked with. And I talked about yesterday how that's like, it's a heavy burden But it's also a privilege that we get to do these kinds of things. It's it's a heavy burden that us as faculty, staff, students, what have you, as members of the Walsh community, we have this heavy burden of carrying on the legacy of the Brothers of Christian Instruction, but it's also an incredible privilege that we are so blessed to be able to carry out. Um, So being able to have that conversation with students and the brothers and and uh seasoned staff members yesterday it was really really cool i i definitely i think I needed that a little bit more than I realized at the time I love it yeah it was awesome. So we do get off for Founders Day recess because the day that the university uh, opened its doors in 1960 was November 17th. So traditionally, we do get off the Wednesday prior to Thanksgiving break, not only to elongate your Thanksgiving break, basically, but also to give the Walsh community a day off in recognition of the founding of the university. So You can look forward to that. And then I did want to talk about some cool things that are going to start happening in the community as far as after the holidays goes. So on Friday, November 29th, which is traditionally known as Black Friday, there are some cool things that are happening in the community. Actually, the McKinley Presidential Library and Museum is going to be doing a fun day of uh, activities and they're going to decorate the museum for the holidays and they have um, a bunch of different trees that are going to be set up in all the different shops. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. I think it's a really unique opportunity to do something different on Black Friday for sure. And then there is a company in North Canton called Crit Hit Gaming and they're doing thanks gaming break so they actually are going to extend their hours for the holiday season, and uh their hours specifically on uh friday november twenty ninth is ten to twelve a m ten a m to twelve a m but they, um, they just have a lot of different video games and board games and all the different kinds of things. So definitely a fun opportunity there. And then on Saturday, November 30th, we all know that Frozen 2 is coming out, right? So. <laughs> Let it go. Oh? Let it go. <gasps> I love that movie. Can't hold it back anymore, huh?
1: Nope, sure can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for affirming me. Yep. Um, well, there is going to be a frozen character breakfast at the Amish Door Village in Wilmot, Ohio, on Saturday the 30th. It's from 9 to 11. If you attend this, its fourteen ninety nine for anyone above the age of 11. But you do get an all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet featuring a hot chocolate bar. And the Snow Queen and Ice Princess, as they quote it, will be there all the way from Arendelle to visit with everyone. So if you know if you have any, like, younger siblings or if you have any nieces or nephews, this might be a really fun opportunity to kind of get excited about the holiday season and also the new movie coming out. It it looks really cool. There's actually going to be live reindeer there uh, from a farm in Brunswick Hills, which... I'm always really fascinated with live reindeer, and I'm not quite sure why, but I think that they're beautiful creatures. So I think that's a really fun opportunity, and I might even go to it myself, so we'll see. And then also on Saturday, November 30th, at the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, they have the Holidays Tree Lighting Festival. There's going to be pictures with Santa, an ice sculptor performance, which I always also find really, really cool. Uh, There's going to be activities for people of all ages, musical performances, again with the live reindeer, and free admission to the Hall of Fame. So definitely another really cool opportunity to get into the holiday spirit. That's Saturday, November 30th from 530 to 8 at the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. So really cool community event that's going on. And then uh, there's Christmas on the 4th. So actually, um, this is taking place on Saturday, November 30th. So a little deceiving there, but it's on 4th Street in the Arts District. Participating businesses will compete in a window display contest. So you have the opportunity to go out and kind of bounce around downtown Canton and check out the really unique window displays from different businesses that are participating in downtown and uh, get excited about the holiday season again and vote for your favorite window display. So definitely lots of fun for all ages with that. And then something that I'm actually really, really looking forward to is the holiday movies at the Canton Palace Theater this Those year? Those are the best. So let me give you the lineup on November 29th and 30th at 7:30. They are showing a Christmas story. So two days of a Christmas story, and it's it, admission is only six dollars, which so I feel like dry is.
1: Out. <laughs>
0: I feel like $6 is a really, really good deal. So I think that's pretty cool. And then on December 6th at 7.30, they're showing the Polar Express. Admission Ooh, <laughs> admission to that is free, but they do ask that you make reservations in advance. On December 20th at 7.30, they're showing It's a Wonderful Life. Um, oh, Every you have- time you hear a, the, the bell, yeah.
1: an angel gets its wings. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Right, whatever you just said. You remixed it.
0: I love it. That's that's <laughs> what we're
1: here for today. All kinds of remix.
0: The admission to that is $6 as well. Uh, and then they will be showing the Polar Express again on December 21st. But uh, this one, that showing is taking place at 3 o'clock. But the unique thing about this showing is it is considered sensory cinema.
1: Sure. My understanding for that one is yeah. um, that for those um, families who have um, – um, children or adults that um, yeah. that um, have like autism yep. or on the spectrum and whatnot, they can um, come there and there, and it's going to be like very sensitive to. Oh my gosh, like, yeah, to the sensory pieces to make sure that they can have. Um, the best experience possible watching the Polar Express. So Yeah,
0: I love this. So it, yeah. it says the showing is free and tailored to attendees on the autism spectrum or with sensory processing sensitivities and their families. Sound levels will be lower, lights will remain on, and the offerings in the concession stand will be different than a standard movie showing. I love that. I really appreciate that a lot. That's really cool. Uh, so that's at 3 o'clock on December 21st. And admission to that is free, uh, like I said. And then, again, on December 21st, they'll have another 7.30 showing, and they're showing A Christmas Vacation, at the, and that's a $6 admission. Listen, let me tell you, um, I, I don't know say, anything about you? that.
1: I was not allowed to watch that as a
0: kid. No? No, I wasn't allowed to watch
1: anything that was like a lampoon. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm a preacher's kid, so it was not happening. I
0: do have a line from that movie, because uh, Tony quotes it all the time, but it's inappropriate for this podcast, so I'm going to my lips sealed on that one. I appreciate that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on December 22nd, they're showing Elf at 7.30. And that's a $6 admission. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Beat you to the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's, fine. it's Honestly, it's that's fine. definitely one of my favorite Christmas I movies. I love that
1: movie. Yeah. It is such, when you talk about, like, the heart of, um, like, a child at, like, that's navigating christmas. Yeah. Elf is, but is, see, is representative the thing of that. The thing
0: I love about that movie too and and um what's the other one? It's a wonderful life kind of navigates this as well, but it's it's kind of like being an adult during the holidays but still realizing that you can embrace your childhood spirit during the holidays. Uh, so I feel like yeah. that the both of those movies kind of portray that well it portrays the struggle with it and then you know ultimately it's fine if you act like a child during the holidays
1: i mean why not just do it all the time i think we do oh there it is (laughs) no you know what my favorite christmas movie is what miracle on 34th street i've never seen it oh oh my gosh i've never seen it Mm, so that and, and then um so my my children um they they make fun of their mother. No. Because starting October first mm-hmm. through the end of the holiday season, I began watching Hallmark Christmas movies. And so oh, I start October first and I don't won't you watch you tired of I it? I don't. And I watch some of them on repeat. Last night, um I, I watched two. Um there's this one really? called Puppies for Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh well, gosh. that sounds adorable. It's so cute. It's so it's so cute. Then they have, and they're always something for Christmas, something for Christmas. So there's this other one called Merry um, by Christmas. Um, then there is one that is like a double Christmas uh, wedding. Then there is um, Home for the Holidays. Uh, this is just some of my favorites. But <laughs> starting October, I could watch, like, literally if there was only one channel that I could watch, all the time, it would be Homework. And I would specifically ask for Hallmark Christmas movies because they're just so uplifting. Princess for Christmas, oh my gosh. So if anybody watches Oh, I've heard of this one. Listen, if anybody watches um has ever seen Supergirl. Yep. Um on what is it? C W? Yeah. Mm, yes, I think so. Okay, so this, there are a set of Christmas movies who I didn't realize at the time because I don't never really watched Supergirl, but I watched the Hallmark movies and I saw these people in the movie and then I ended up watching Supergirl and like three out of the five like main characters have been in a Hallmark Christmas movie. So just huh. just a small fun fact for those that um, are invested in the Hallmark franchise.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. That, is, I, that is very interesting. Lena think-
1: Luther. She's into.
0: I I don't know. I've never I've never really gotten uh, into into Christmas that much. I feel like the older I get, the more I've been getting into it, but I've never really gotten into it too too much. But yeah, I'm excited for this year. I don't know what I'm it is. As well. I I definitely feel like I want to decorate earlier than usual, which is very unique for me. Because usually I'm like, okay, I'm not decorating until the day after Thanksgiving. I'm very, like, strict on that. But I definitely wanted to start decorating, like, two days ago.
1: I love it. So all things Christmassy I'm all about. Oh, and then what's happening this week? Wait, this weekend? I do do have to say this. Oh, yeah, talk. Okay, so this weekend – so today – if you want to come visit TK you can come visit me um, tonight at 7 pm at the Canton charge game so yeah there's gonna be there's a game tonight at seven um, and the Canton charge man it is like local um,
0: but like reasonably priced yeah entertainment I haven't been, been to a charge game in, in a couple years actually but I remember I used to go frequently and it is very entertaining. It is, because they have, um, they've really tried to make it an experience for
1: those that aren't able to get up to the the Cleveland Cavs game, um, because that's one of their farm, that's one of their farm teams, Um, and so there'll be times that they have Cav nights, where you basically get a very um, similar experience to, then, if that would, if you were, would have gone to a Cavs game, and they have free, like, bobbleheads that they give away, lots of free um, giveaways and different things like that, and so, and like... Um, I'm a season um, pass holder for oh. The Charge, but here's the here's the reason why, is because by becoming a season pass holder to The Charge, you get free tickets to up to three Cleveland Cavalier games. Really? Yes.
0: Huh. That's really interesting. It's I definitely not, worth it. I did not know that that was a thing. And
1: you get free swag, so I have a free zip up waiting for me this evening. No. I need to make sure that I go and get it. Wow. Listen, charge is doing their thing.
0: It sounds like it.
1: So yeah, so that's how I ended up going to. I got to see the Cleveland Cavaliers play against the Chicago Bulls.
0: Yeah, I did see that, I and
1: it, it was so awesome. And they just wiped the floor with the Cleveland. I mean, Ooh. with the uh, the Chicago Bulls.
0: Wow, it was awesome
1: to be in the arena, and we had really great seats too. We were dead smack in the middle, and we could see everything.
0: So, do you get to choose your seats, or how does that go?
1: They have like a certain set of t- seats that are for pass holders, and then you can pick from between those, and they're at first come, first serve. For those that want to come.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah,
1: sometimes you'll get, like, vouchers for, like, free food. You'll get um, discounts on, like, Monsters tickets, too, um, <sighs> since they're one of the farm teams, too. For So that's for anybody who um, likes hockey. Yeah. Um, the Cleveland Monsters. And they're actually a pretty good team, too. But yeah. you can get discounted free tickets for them. Sometimes they'll have—oh, my gosh. So last week they had um, a skating party as a meet and greet for if you wanted to meet the can charge. Really? Yes. That's cool. And they had, like, free food and everything. And so they're doing so I know so you love anything. skating. You know, hey, let's <laughs> groove tonight, A. Hey. Wow, you're in a singing mood today, huh? I am. Because it's right before the holidays. It's right before our break, and I'm excited to be able to wake up in my pajamas
0: and watch homework Christmas movies. Listen, I bought myself a onesie.
1: Me too. Stop it. Yeah.
0: Mine's the Grinch. Oh, no.
1: Mine's is just like a holiday print. Yeah. Um, And then my daughter, everybody has one. So Amari is a Christmas penguin. Yeah. And then Aaliyah is a Christmassy
0: unicorn. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is, it's like, it's a Grinch pattern. Like it has his face on it yeah. multiple times. Like it's. I'm very excited. I don't know that I've owned a onesie since I couldn't walk. Like, since the baby days, I don't think I've owned a onesie. So.
1: Oh, we should do that during like Student Appreciation Week. One of the the days that you can dress up should be like.
0: Or we could wear our onesies to late night breakfast. Ooh. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, great. (laughs) It's happening. I also have really big like elf slippers. Like they're really fluffy and they have bells on them. Tony gets really irritated, but I have that. Oh my gosh, I think I know exactly what I'm wearing to the late breakfast. And I'm so excited. And on that note, <laughs> might be
1: time for a little wrap up.
0: Yeah, it is. We're, we're right there. Um, so we already did fill up your cup, unless yes, we there's did. anything else that you wanted to share. Nope. Uh, just best of luck on finals. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Make sure that your mental, physical, everything, well-being is just well taken care of and that you're monitoring all aspects of your well-being. And if you are listening to us on any platform, it's probably iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Stitcher. If you are looking for us on social media, we are at Cavalier Coffee Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter, we are at Cavalier Coffee 1 and if you would like to email us, we are cavaliercoffeepodcast at gmail.com. And with that, stay caffeinated, calves.